Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Beers and Rugby Chat here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Hi, I'm Paul. I'll be your host today. And yes, I have got myself a Spates beer. That's what for my... Uh, lockdown beer today. Um, why? Because uh, I'll be at um, Taranaki, not Taranaki, Rewind, I'll be at Northland um, versus Otago um, this uh, coming Friday uh, and uh, 60 seconds until we open the actual beer. Because look, don't want to be drinking before five o'clock uh, with the old lockdown because it could just get a little bit messy, couldn't it, Arshwin? You could do, could do. I had a drink though. My kids made Did it. You? Dear me, I'm not sure you'll be allowed to wear that uh, that jumper going forwards if, if I get the job I just interviewed for today. Um, so we'll uh, have to wait and see on that one. You have to wear a Bunnings one now, don't you? I'm going to have to get a job at Bunnings, not my attend. As long as I can get a staff, as long as I can take advantage of the staff discount, that's all that matters. <laughs> 20 seconds so I can crack open my beer. Have you got a beer ready? No, I was like not. sitting here doing work. And then I saw it, it's like, oh, Paul's all by himself. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can jump on today. You can. Billy no makes me. Um, but uh, well, I was two, I, one beer time. Yeah, sorry, go on. I was going to say, I, I had, I had um, said to Steve, I can't today because um, the kids had done a beer bar. So we were um, applying us with alcohol. They do that so they can get a glass of Sprite. but but our session our session at the beer bar ended sooner than i thought the um the sugar rush that they uh that that they get though is 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 more damaging than the alcohol rush that you do um no they don't they don't get a sugar rush (laughs) oh wow Wow. yeah yeah (laughs) anyway um, I hope you're keeping safe and everything, and everyone else, I hope you are also keeping safe, everyone who's watching, listening, etc., and also following the old rules. Um, this weekend on Saturday is the Super Vax Day or whatever's going on. Anyway, I'm double vaxxed already. Please do yourself as well, and let's get ourselves back to normal as quickly as possible. Looking at the old news today, Ma'anonu is playing provincial rugby this weekend. Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, well, 
Yeah, yeah I, I did see that. I saw it. I think I heard, heard it this morning, maybe when I was waking up um, or something. It got mentioned, or maybe somebody put it on Twitter as well early this morning. But, um, yeah, this is like, well, to be honest, no surprises. I mean, he has been playing some MLR, hasn't he? Oh, look, um, he was rumoured to be joining Moana Pacifica, but he's not going to because he's got an OT's contract lined up. So, he, <laughs> look, he's, he's still, he hasn't retired. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but, yeah, so, I suppose it's just, just um, I suppose, getting a game where he can. Yeah, but I guess where he, who he's lining up for is a bit of a surprise. Yeah, very much so. Uh, so Unless you, sorry, go. Maybe he's been going there. You know, it's, it's good, nice area, nice environment to sort of relax and um, do a bit of diving and seafood and the like too. So, uh, you know, maybe he's been hanging with his some mates over there, and um, we've got the phone. Is it Hosea that's coaching them? Uh, yes, I think it's yeah, Jose, I think it's Hosea. Yes, maybe Hosea sort of tapped them. They're like, mate, you want to come play? <laughs> so East East Coast is who's going to be playing for, folks. Um, this weekend, he's on the bench for uh, for East Coast, who have not won a game in five years or something like that. Um, so really? they're on a oh yeah they're on <laughs> they're on a very very long losing streak um, at the moment. So um, good luck to them this weekend. Um, I did think that um, uh, Neymar Scudder was going to be playing for them this year, but uh, that was only for a celebratory game uh, pre-season, and then he's now playing for Manawa Two um, this year. And uh, now that Stephen's got his cap on, we can let him come into the, uh, into the show. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to show you my haircut. <laughs> <laughs> my, wife, my wife gave me a haircut. It's okay. We're <laughs> off the prison. But I'll wait a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> There's like one of the kids in, my, in, in, in Aiden's class. This is like his mum put a picture up of some stuff that he's doing. This is like... And, you know, you get, you get, you get this is like the mum put it up there. So you get all her friends coming. I was like, oh, that's so cool that he's doing this and blah, blah, blah. And I go in there with, did you give him a haircut? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that why Bruce doesn't want a haircut? That's the husband. <laughs> I think Bruce that was the reverse said, yes. Short the back and long at the front. So yeah, I've, I've had my haircut, but look, she didn't take any off the side. So I need to have a chat with her about that next time. He's trying to go, yeah. he's trying to go, he's trying to go O'Connor. <laughs> yeah, so, no, I need the uh, so I definitely need need this need the size to be shortened. I don't mind being long on top. That's how I used to have it a long, a long time ago. So anyway, just, when you get to my attention, just use an axe, mate. You know, nice sharp axe. <laughs> <axis. laughs> uh, the chainsaw or lawnmower. Anyway, so we've had to chat about Nonu. Wales have named their squad, folks, um, for this weekend with Gareth Anscombe. Will be it looks like he'll be playing against the All Blacks, but coming back from injury. Look, great to see him back because that knee injury took nearly two years to get over. Um, so, so good to see him back. Look, as we knew, they'll be missing their England players for the New Zealand game. But still, you're looking at players like, um, so for example, because they've missed their uh, Dan Bigger and Callum Sheeda, what they brought in Reese Priestland with uh, 50 caps uh, into the side. Um, Johnny Williams will be joining Jonathan Davis in the midfield there with 91 caps. For, uh, Jonathan Davis. So, look, uh, one of the things we talked about yesterday with Steve with, was that because Wales seem to always have these injury crises, that actually that their second um, group of or the wider training squad actually got quite a few caps anyway. And there's only one debutante in there, even though they're having to go, even though they're having to dig deep with a whole bunch of players missing um, through injury and uh, availability. So, um, look, looking forward to that game. 
uh, and uh, I'll hopefully have a chat with the Attacking Scrum in the week ahead of that, who are a Welsh podcast, um, to preview that game. Um, so look out for that, folks. Also, don't forget, um, I've gone blank, uh, harping on Rugby Podcast, which is a uh, Irish podcast. We were talking to them before the uh, All Blacks versus the Island game as well on that one. Um, tights. Yep. Now, I misread it. I read yesterday that World Rugby had allowed tights and leggings to be used for rugby for the first time. But no, they're just allowing men to have it. Women already already could do. So there's a, there's a whole bunch of comments on Twitter saying how this is good for the women's game and, and allowing and that a whole bunch of teenagers and stuff will will, will like it. And it's like they could already. It's just the quality. So, We're making sure, you know, because we want to have equality there. And it's just like if women can wear tights, why can't men? And with 4G pictures, boy, oh, boy, you need them. <laughs> which isn't a problem so much in New Zealand, but it's one is one definitely in the UK. Say that, say that again, 4G pictures. Yes. It's where you get all your iPhones, the old ones, and line them all down the pitch. And that becomes, no, um, <laughs> it, it, the, the, the plastic pictures with the rubber balls. So not grass pictures that they can play on. Actually, on um, a serious note, it's actually it's it's good because a couple of years ago, um, uh, you know, m my son was playing Ripper, and um, a couple of the kids in there, obviously playing at eight thirty in the morning, um, they they would wear the skins underneath, and um, we were told we not we not allowed to wear skins, um, and the reason was because there was a reason to why you couldn't wear skins was because fingers were getting caught in them, and obviously they get twisted and the like. Yep. So um, right. obviously they've sort of thought. That's the lesser of two evils, but it's good because that means that kids can stay warm and don't have to go. I don't want to play them gold. <laughs> yep. Um, exactly. Aaron, look, get over yourself. He doesn't want to see men in tights. Jeez, this he's a dinosaur. Move with the times, mate. Um, yeah, you know, I was going to say, Paul, it's really great that World Rugby is um signed off Looking something that's that's totally pressing at the moment in terms of uh, issues in and around the game so i'm i'm really glad they're all over that you're looking at the important issues in the world yeah, yeah. at the moment very, that's it you know very, we need to this has been an outstanding issue for a very long time and it's good yeah, to yeah. see world rugby finally taking the the, the actions yeah. required to uh, make sure that our game is held in good stead and allowing oh, men to wear tights yeah. It's a tiny thing that really that's uh, uh but it's but it's um but yeah i don't see any downside to it i think we said yesterday it's it is yeah you can wear tights to stay warm well done if you don't want to wear them don't wear them simple no big deal yeah um, it's, it's yeah it's it, i mean it's like it's to be honest it wasn't front and foremost i've got to be honest there's other issues that are more on my mind than than, than rugby players running around in tights but hey they made oh, a totally. decision yep um, uh, Moana Pacifica, then they've named their first player. Were you shocked? Were you amazed? Christian Leofano, apparently. Wow, where did that one come from, Stephen? Yeah, no, I, re I read about a week ago on the Brumbies website that announced it as well. Um, far out, they obviously knew something that, um, most Moana of us didn't. Pacifica didn't. Most of us, <laughs> most of us didn't know. And uh, I must admit, through some mutual contacts, I knew about this three weeks ago. But never mind. <laughs> what, a, what an announcement! What a signing! Yeah, look, I think we've already talked about this. One, so there's not really much to say apart from, um, apart from, yeah. Look, it's 
yeah, decent signing for them. Um, not one of the areas that we thought were, were necessarily was, was necessarily a high concern for them. So I think we've got, they've got a good couple of um, of players uh, in there. And don't forget, you can check out Stephen Harrison, myself, and, going through and, putting together our entire squad for Moana Pacifica. And, and I was about to say, if you can lip read, I'll give you the other. <laughs> the other players, because yeah, Stephen Harris yet again forgets he's on mute. Um, and for those of you on the podcast, lip reading is real help is really helpful thing. No, I did. I actually did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> the um, so yeah, so look, experienced player um, will, will will be a good a good head to lead them around. Uh, yeah, good call, decent signing. Just get on with the rest of them. So uh, they've got another one coming out at two o'clock tomorrow. Um, Look, they've got 38 players in the squad. So that's content for their Facebook page and uh, Twitter account for the next 38 days, or next 37 days, sorry. One player <laughs> a day at two o'clock. Uh, keep yourself posted. Well, at least at least they didn't make it one o'clock. That just would have been awkward. What? So everyone has to come back from their lunch break, has had lunch, go straight into work and can't check their phones because they're at work now. Do it during the lunch break when people can check their phones. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Dear me. Oh no, they'll be, be they'll be in competition with the uh, one o'clock uh, lockdown report. Oh, that's true. Oh dear, yeah, that's no, nice. Oh, just people so watch that. Going on. Oh, so they don't bother watching. Just just wait and just check on. Just read the news well, article later. Ten minutes quick. later, and it's like, oh, seventy-one cases today. Oh, sweet, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just just wait, wait half an hour and just read read what what the what it all is yeah. on the um, on the old news website. Um, so yeah, so folks, look forward to that. that over the next few days, we'll be having um, at so two o'clock. It looks like we'll have teams players now. Tomorrow, as I've already said, I will be at Northland versus um, what I go, what I say, Northland versus um, Otago. What I go, um, and uh, that means that I will be having to leave before the or, or at least before the show or join the show. So hence, will be no five o'clock show tomorrow. Um, on Saturday, again, it's, there's the game's on, so we won't do a show during a game time. And then again on Sunday, they've delayed the game on Sunday um, between uh, Tasman and Bay of Plenty. I think it's probably because Bay of Plenty couldn't fly through Hamilton. Uh, so it's a four o'clock kickoff rather than a two o'clock kickoff, folks. And so, again, that that, 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 that encroached on our, on our show time. So no show until... Um, uh, and next next lockdown beer show or live show will be at uh, five o'clock on Monday. However, I might put out little podcasts episodes with the uh, the latest news each day. So search for New Zealand Sports Radio on your favourite podcatcher for those. Now, Stephen, <laughs> what's going on out your window? <laughs> well, um, the good news is it wasn't a helicopter, but uh, whoever, <laughs> thought, whoever whoever thought it was a a good idea in life to put speakers on the outside of cars. Are you serious? Seriously? Yeah. Well, well, this is West Auckland. Anything goes. I just um, just on the um just on the reschedule of the um you guys might have talked about this. Obviously, I've I haven't been around for a while, but um why do we need if we've got lack of games? Why do we need three games on a Saturday and one game on a Sunday? Why why wouldn't you do two games on Sunday, two games on Saturday? My blonde. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Just you, I mean, like you know, pretty hard ask to for even a um for a rugby lover that's that's um not by himself or herself. I have to say these <laughs> days, um, you know, to to watch three games of rugby in one day, isn't it? 
Um, you're going to get into a bit of trouble doing that, even if yeah, you wanted to. So, um, yeah, yeah, there is that, and, and also, uh, if look, obviously, Sky is has, has less content than they were going to have, so why not do a Heartland Championship game each day, each Saturday, and because uh, that and that kicks off at two thirty. It's actually two o'clock game. Your four o'clock game, your four thirty game, your seven o'clock game can be the two NPC NPCs. And have two NPCs on a Sunday. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, people would like to see Marnoni play this weekend. I think. Oh, <laughs> definitely, they seem quite happy to had an All Black uh, running around for King Country last weekend. Oh, we've got an All Black who who uh, potentially could be running around for East Coast on the, on the weekend. Let's let's hope they can. You know, that might be just the tonic they need to uh, to break their duck pool. Yep. Um, like it worked for King Country. The um, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, must have, I didn't watch that game, so I've got no idea anyway how, how he went. But apparently, he, he went okay and didn't injure himself, which is the important. Didn't thing. injure himself out of video, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, on that one. Um, so yeah, no, you, yeah, you're right. Why not? Um, the, um, oh dearie me! Uh, Aaron's, got, Aaron's got a little bit of a bee in his bonnet about the fact that Auckland isn't taking part of the NPC. Therefore, the whole thing should die and be shot, and burnt in hell, um, because it, um, so uh, uh, the, the, the false NPC apparently is calling it now. There we go. Um, well, I think I think I mean to be fair though, it's it's more around um, um, the lack of consistency and the approach of who can play and who can't. And it comes down not to a NZRFU thing; it's a government thing, and it's just like illogical in terms of um, some of the, you know the, the consistency around it. That's that's the issue that the, the the guys that I talk to have around it. Should should the fifth place team been the team that should have been relegated? As in, per um, our friend down at Taranaki saying, yeah, he's got a fair point. Yeah, he's well, got an absolutely place, fair point. No, the sixth place team. You mean because there are seven teams in the in the Premiership. Only one of them's not playing, which is oh, uh, yeah. Auckland. Oh, so, okay. yeah. I'm, that's right. It is Auckland. I was thinking, uh, for some reason, I had it in my head that Harbour was still a premiership team. But, yeah, you're right. So, mm. there's only one but team. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, personally, I would, I, yeah, I would have said, yeah, that the, the, yeah, relegate the team that's not, that's not, that's, that's bottom, unless it's Auckland, in which case you've re relegate the, the what team above them. Above them, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've got that. Would have had no problems with that, personally. Um, the um, so yes, yeah, so that's the that's um, that side of things, and that's my ex calling. He says, well if, well, if you want to get that um, with the Ashwin and I, will charge on, mate. So, all good, <laughs> that's what he's scared about. Go on, Paul, answer it. You go, on, the, go uh, Paul, answer it. Yeah, tell her she's on the show. <laughs> Thought you might have done a Jackie Chan and said, "Oh, hey, I'm doing a movie at the moment." Anyway, let's get on to some predictions for the weekend. Yeah, well, I'm not on Friday, so normally I do these on Friday. So I thought I'd do them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totes, totes. Otago versus Northland. Oh, sorry, Northland versus Otago in Rotorua. I'm, I found this one really hard to pick, to be honest with you. Otago haven't been going great. Neither of Northland until their last game when they beat Waikato. Um, I'm going for the diversity makes them stronger. 
and brings them together kind of thing for Northland by three. Um, but uh, Stephen, as our Northland expert who, who, does, who, doesn't, who never gets to see them play in, in, in the flesh, what would you like to uh, let us, what, what, what's your call on that one? Yeah, listen, I, I think they've gained a lot of confidence um, out of that last result against uh, Waikato and just staying in touch with um, with um, the manager of the, of the team or the high performance guy these days. He was telling me that there's, you know, it's got a real, it feels like they're on tour at the, at, at, at the minute. So there's a good, really, really good feel, no no distractions whatsoever. And listen, fortunately, apart from Jordan Olsen, who has decided to stay home, obviously not so long ago, had the birth of their second child. So he's decided to stay with home with family. You know, they're, and of course, Tom Robinson, they're pretty much at, at, at full strength. So, yeah, I think they're, I actually think they're a real, real chance to take this because I think they'll see this as also as an opportunity um, that they are still in with a with a shot to uh, to make the top four. So I think it might be about right, Paul. Uh, if they are going to win it, probably by about three or four. But I just want to mention uh, Justin Davies, who's 35 years old. Last time he played for Northland was several seasons ago. Now, if somebody had said to Justin... Justin Davies at the very beginning of the season that first of all you'll pull on the Northern Tanifar jersey again and then you'll be playing a home game in Rotorua. He probably thought you were, you would have thought you were on drugs. Um, to be brutally, <laughs> brutally honest, so it's 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 a story of it's a really great story of of basically a guy who's just prepared to get out there and do the work because he basically had to be talked into to running out again this season um, in terms of Premier Rugby. But um, Justin's always had a, a decent a bit of a, a ability, but you know all the a couple of injuries here and there, and all the stars have uh, pretty much lined up, Paul. So good luck to him. Uh, these are the, these are the kind of stories that, that are great in, at this level, isn't it? Is the, these old guys running out? And so there you go. You've um, you've nominated who I'm going to try and have a chat with post game, do post match interviews with now. So um, if he's selected, I can't. Be, is it, he is. So he is. Um, I've not looked at the, looked at the lineup this weekend yet. Um, so if he's selected, yeah, we'll give him a go. Yes, he's um, a starting. He's a starting lucid. There we go. Wow, he's not only wow, he's, he's not only in the side. He's got he's actually starting. He's only coming off the bench. Jeez, God, yeah, he'll be he'll be knackered by by half time. Um, anyway, uh, Joshua says the Tiger were close to Taranaki last game. They were, but that was at home. Big big difference that uh, than being away. Alfred, you with us on this one, or are you you going? Oh, you look. Tiger? I mean. You know, apart from Jordan Olsen losses, I think it's actually a bit bigger than, you know, sort of like um, what you'd sort of normally think. I think he actually sort of leads that pack around quite a bit, especially mm. with the absence of Tom Robinson as well. Um, when you look at that, um, that the game that they played against Waikato, and he really is in the in the really in the in the mix of it all the time. He, he massive effort, right? Massive effort, you know, going in there. Um, so I, I think that'll be a bigger loss than sort of what you'd normally expect. Um, in saying that, you know, it's a shame that they had the bye week. Well, in one hand, it was a shame, and one hand, with the COVID lockdown, it wasn't. But it's a shame that they had the bye week for the momentum after the Waikato game because that's massive, right? Waikato oh. were basically the top of the premiership when they beat them, and and it wasn't a jammy win. It was actually a pretty. It was a good win as well. So, um, you know, look. Uh, on the back of that, you, you sort of say, I know Otago did well against Taranaki down at home, but, um, you know, that for Northland to, to knock Waikato off in the way that Waikato have been travelling, um, you, you sort of, you've got to back Northland in for that one. Yep. Next up, um, Waikato versus Taranaki in Tauranga. 
um, at the, um, so I'll be at that one as well, folks. Um, so um, for this one, look, for my mind, look, Taranaki will go one of two ways. Either they'll just give up the seasons, they can't get promoted and go, can't be asked, or they'll go, right, we're going to show, we're going to go unbeaten and show what we should, we should, we, we really deserve this promotion. We've beaten all the other premiership teams. We'll be damn, damn sure we're going to beat this guy, these guys. I've got a funny feeling that's the way they're going to go. And yeah, Taranaki for me, because they've just been so impressive this season. I think the hardest one to pick out of all of these, actually, tell you the truth, this one, because, you know, both teams, exactly the reasons that you've just mentioned, but why Kero? They, they... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They're going to be really spitting texts um, as well with the way that sort of they started off with a big bang and, you know, Northland and then last week and, you know, sort of, um, you know, wanting to get things back on track. And uh, Taranaki been traveling pretty well well more than pretty well when you look at the um the the points differential between the top two in the championship and the rest in the championship but uh so Waikato will be wanting to knock Taranaki off just as much as Taranaki want to knock Waikato off so I just, yeah I'll sit on the fence and get um splinters on this one I reckon <laughs> oh, man I'm, I'm I'm almost tempted to go for a draw in, yeah. in, this, in, in, in this game in fact I'm actually going to look at the odds now that you've got me thinking um <laughs> Uh, yeah, crazy. Uh, they've both got a whole lot to, whole lot to play for. Waikato want to make a prove, prove a point after their, um, after their their shock defeat to Northland, and and I think I think Paul, you you might be right. They might Taranaki might have a siege mentality as well. I'd be curious if Josh Lord is going to be starting, or he may have played his last game for Taranaki last last weekend as well, because he's a real big part of their lineup um, and. If I had to go for somebody, Waikato would be playing well pre that Northland game. And I think they just got Northland on one of those nights where all the stars lined up. It was Rangers' 100th game. Oh, look. It's not, it's it's not a, it's not a first game now. Ranger, yeah. Ranger, Ranger Danger. Yeah. Anyway. Every game. Stephen's bottling it and going with Waikato, the Premiership team. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I'll go with Waikato. But um, uh, I've got a funny feeling he will be doing some uh, live gambling on this one on, on the yep. old TAB. Yeah, I will. So keep an eye on that one. Next up, Canterbury versus Hawks Bay. Look, Hawks Bay have been travelling really, really well, both home and away, which is unusual for Radford Shield team. Now, um, the reviewer is telling me that uh, Hawks Bay haven't won against away against Canterbury since the 1960s. Wow. But hey, records are there to be broken, folks. Canterbury haven't been that impressive this year. They've 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 been kind of there or thereabouts, and 
but they, they've, they've they've had a few real close ones. Go on, Oswald. The dominance is there. They just it just doesn't seem to be consistent. Like I mean, you know, we were talking about it during the Wellington Canary game, which we were all watching last week, right? And and it's just like Wellington off to a flyer, and then you just saw that machine, the Canary machine, start. And it's like and we were, oh, here we go. And I think um, Steve, you might have put a few dollars on uh, Canterbury at five dollars uh, to come back and pick that one up. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I, and it, because I, I, they I, look like it, right? Oh, literally, I, I actually thought it was a, I actually thought it was a quite solid bet at, mm. at the time. What I what I actually didn't see coming was basically Wellington basically lifting for that last last ten minutes and finding a few future few, few little chinks in the armor. And you know there was uh, you know at the end of the day you, there also there was a missed conversion from uh, from Canterbury and that proved really really crucial at the end of the day. So. Uh, and Hawks Bay travelling really well. You know what? I'm going to go for Canterbury simply because that was a massive ask for for Hawks Bay last weekend yes, against against uh, Tasman, and I think that might have just taken a heck of a, a lot of them. Listen, if they go away and beat Canterbury, wow, they are they are they, they are some side. Um, I'd also be interested to to know the fitness of um of their skipper Ash Dixon as well. That shoulder looked a bit dinged up when he came off the field uh, last Saturday. So for me, I'm going to go for Canterbury, but you know what? I hope I'm wrong. I, Sorry, yeah, I just sort of think, you know, Canterbury at home, you can't really pick against them. Um, I, I think the yeah, the difference between last week, Canterbury-Wellington and Canterbury-Hawks Bay is that Hawks Bay have a forward pack, right? Um, you know, basically last week it was the Wellington forward pack that just couldn't. They... How they ended up to get a, get away with the the chocolates last week is still quite mind blowing, really. But um, you know, because they was totally beaten up up front, but they managed to stay in the fight. The Hawks Bay side actually does have a forward pack, more mongrel in them as well, which is what you need against the Canterbury side. Yeah, you know, it's hard. You know, history and us being old timers, it's hard to pick against the Canterbury side at home, though, isn't it? Well, there you go. It's clearly, I'm, I'm I'm the only one that's young at heart then, because I've gone with Hawks Bay. As those the, 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 the two the two uh, old dinosaurs going Canterbury. <laughs> um, <laughs> the oh, last God. competitive game of the weekend is Manor Two versus Wellington. Look, yes, Manor Two got up. So yes, Wellington got up over Canterbury last weekend. But look, Manor Two, another side travelling really, really well. Be interesting to see if they've got Aaron Smith back or not um, for this one. Obviously, he missed last weekend um, when they travelled down um, to uh, Gom. Blank as well. It was they South down to Otago, didn't they? Southlands, Southland. thank you. And picked up the win. Um, so but still I think Manawa two at home uh, have been playing well and should pick up the uh, should pick up the win there. Um you gonna go to disagree or, 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 or should we just uh, or, or oh, look if, that one? with that one I think it's it's a case of you know what, what we saw last week and what I just mentioned if Manawa two forwards can get on top of Wellington forwards then they're in with a good show, especially with Aaron Smith running it if he's back uh, there. So yeah, you could, yeah, it's such a, it's such a lot go riding on the fact is that if the Manawa two forwards can front against the you know and get on top of the Wellington forwards, if yep. they don't, if they don't, what keeps that Wellington side in the games and you've seen it right through the season, even though they've actually lost a few of Wellington, um, is their backs. Their backs are actually quite uh, dangerous and quite lethal. Um, it's a, basically a question of whether the forwards can give them enough ball and enough ball they can do something with. Yeah, yep. I was, you know, listen, I think one area where they'll more than match 
uh, Wellington, we we know we know um, Duplessis Carithi can be an absolute nuisance um, at at the at the break time, or he can be a hindrance as as well. He kind of reminds me of, and um, he's a name that uh, Ashwin will re- remember. But there used to be a fellow by the name of Martua Parkinson who used to play for but, North Harbour and and the Blues. Now he's probably the only player that I've ever known that gave away so many penalties in one game that the skipper of the time, Robin Brook, basically threatened to um, not literally send him off, but take him out himself if he stopped giving away penalties. And there's a little bit of uh, duplicy Carifi, wouldn't you agree? Uh, Ashwin, just at times, he we know what a good player is, but boy, some of the penalties he gives away are just... Oh, my. Oh, you, know, you know, just on duplicy, the fact is that you've got to say, I mean, when we and old um, Perry Perry Parkinson's probably in this um, boat as well. Is the fact is that guys that seriously be looking at a black jersey and it just be the discipline that would probably be putting the all black selectors off, um, pushing them through that higher level because Duplessis Karifi's dyn- so dynamic around the field. Mm. I mean, you think about him a few weeks ago in a black jersey wouldn't have hurt, would it? Um, mm. But but you know, at that international level guys that can go and kick a ball over from 60 metres away, do you want a guy that's going to give away three or four penalties a game? So, yeah, yeah absolutely. No, I totally agree with you. I mean, Mutz used to be so much into the game that he probably got carried away was the issue, wasn't it? Oh, very much so. And I was going to say, that number seven, why highlight a duplicate Because I'm also going to highlight Seamus Hurley-Langton, who's just been outstanding. And he's out of Wellington Club Rugby, so he's going to have a a real big point to prove, especially being an overlook from the Wellington NPC side. But I love the look of when he gets into the game, as Braden Yossi, say, the uh, number eight. Really quiet in that first half against Southland last weekend, but boy, exploded in the second half. And he is a very, very quick number eight. But I'll tell you what, um, the Turbos have probably picked up one of the best signings in the NPC in um Brett Cameron, um, listen, he looks like he's just broke the shackles getting away from Canterbury and being sensational. And his control is one of the reasons I'm going to go for the turbos to knock over the uh, the Lions. That's a bloody good point, actually. If Brett Cameron and Aaron Smith combo, if they're both on the field, then, yeah, that's that's a pretty controlling. And just on Brett Cameron, you know, good, good point that you raised. People really do forget, if you go back to the first couple of um, seasons of Richie Moanga at NPC, you wouldn't have picked that he'd be the All Black that he is today, you know. I mean, yeah, sure he had he had a few sparks, but most players don't get to play NPC if they haven't got a little bit of something that they bit of razzle dazzle that they could throw on every now and then. But there was no way that in his first couple of seasons that you would have picked Richie Moanga to be an All Black. And so, you know, Brett Cameron, it just I don't know why how he got rushed in there pretty quickly in that old Tokyo test, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, being, I mean, obviously, being a was he a, a, a New Zealand in the twenties. Um, uh, so look, he yeah, and it was that there was the opportunity. So yeah, give him a go, and yeah, it's that became a bit of a millstone. Let's yeah, that one cap all black kind of thing, didn't it? Uh, in, in that kind of sense, um, with a bit of time have... now, he gets you know a, a bit of time, chance to relax, be who he is. I think it's really starting to show out. Well, yeah, and he's also off to Japan as well, I think, isn't he? <laughs> so, um, so should he, yeah, should enjoy it over there. And uh, look, I mean, some players have come back and done really well. So maybe he does go over there for a short stint and come back. We'll see. Um, the non-competitive game is Tasman versus Bay of Plenty. Look, you're going to have to wait and see as to how the two teams use this one because uh, uh, obviously there are, there are no points in it. 
So what, what sides get selected, we'll have to wait and see. But Bay of Plenty have just got so many injuries in their back line. Uh, it'll be interesting to see um, if, uh, yeah, if what, what's uh, what's going on there. Um, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see we'll see what happens with that one. Um, but yeah, I don't think we can really. You can really I mean, Tasman clearly will go into that as favourites, but uh, it doesn't really. Tasman, it's not one that doesn't matter too much. Tasman will go in there probably with a few subs playing because it doesn't matter to them. I would suggest that Bayer Plenty will probably go pretty um, uh, with a strong side because this season hasn't been what they want it to be. So it's an opportunity for them to actually um, put a you know get a W on. But also the question else is, do they have any extra players that they can? Do they have enough players that they can't rest anybody? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Paul, Paul, hey. Paul, Paul, I was going to say just a little bit of breaking news too. The uh, Taranaki team has just been uh, named, and I know on our rugby chat you mentioned there was a player that's been drafted in from uh, North Harbour. That's Mickey Williams, who I can't say I've, I've really ever, ever heard of, but he obviously he's um, played uh, Harbour at, at, at some level given his uh, picture profile. And uh, boy, talk about straight in, straight in, straight away for your debut, and he's. Uh, Taken the place of, uh, by the look of it, uh, Gus. Uh, uh, the boy who's just been named in the in the all, the All Blacks. Come on, thanks, thank you, Josh. Josh Lord, Josh Lord. Yeah. Yep. crazy. Yeah, I think. Look, I think he, they they've said in there North Harbour via Southland. So I don't know if he's been in Southland, sort of for the whole time. The, whether he's sort of escaped or escaped New Zealand, escaped Auckland before lockdown or how that's all happened. But anyway, whatever. Um, we'll see what happens or whether he's been allowed out a bit like um, Julian Surveyor has. Uh, was but um, yeah, good luck to him. Hey, um, um, just 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 before I forget, uh, it's twenty bucks for the draw there on uh, Waikato Taranaki, Steve. Oh, she was I'm all over that. I am all over that. <laughs> I am all over that. <laughs> um, quick look at um, the URC um, Ulster against um, the Lions. Ulster have been going tracking well, so I think that'll be a, a home win there. The Dragons against the Stormers. Look, Dragons being up and down. Stormers flattering to deceive. Will they put it together at the end? Um, that's I, I'm, I'm saying they will. Zebra, they've lost all their games this season, so I'm going Glasgow. Um, Benetton um, have been doing all right. So I think they'll be Ost Ospreys. You always pick Leinster. So uh, that's an easy one there. Edinburgh versus the Bulls. That should be a cracking one. The uh, Bulls did pick up a win last weekend. Munster again, a bit like Leinster. You normally back them. And finally... Um, I'm backing the Sharks to, to tip over Cardiff. They tipped over Ospreys last weekend. Can they do two Welsh teams in two weekends? Any Four in controversial matches this weekend in the URL. Four controversial Sorry? matches just to keep Which our one? friends from the Republic going. They'll all be in the uh, games that South African teams are involved in. That's where the controversy will come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, on to the uh, Gallagher Premiership. Look, the, uh, the champions, Harlequins, have been tracking well, so I've gone, I've gone with them. Um, Falcons over Bristol, who, since Pat Lamb, has done a long extension of only one, <laughs> one game. Um, Exeter have actually put together two game, two wins back-to-back. -back. So this one difficult against Wasps, but Wasps have also done well at home, so I'm going with, with Wasps there just against um, Exeter, um, even though that one is going to have some spice to it, folks. So... Some of you might be aware that Exeter Chiefs, um, uh, what's the um, uh, branding, is is all Native American, and this has caused some uproar. So Wasps have um, banned all Native American headdresses from the stadium. So uh, um, uh, and they've also uh, 
asked um, Premiership Rugby to ban all Native American um, uh, 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 paraphernalia. Paraphernalia, not paraphernalia. Yeah, paraphernalia, but also marketing. Whatever you call it, the imagery um, from all teams. So there's uh, there's going to be a bit of beef between these two teams off the pitch now around it as well. So that could uh, it could be a feisty one. Um, that's just on, that's one. that's just wasps acting like dicks. Well, it's like, look, at the end of the day, whether you agree with whether the Chiefs, Exeter Chiefs um, monog monogram, whatever you want to call it, logo, um, it, to, to, to take it to that level like that is basically acting like dicks and taking the law into yourself. It's just like, yeah, look, there's ways to address it. And that's not one of them to my mind. Gee, I, I tell you what, Paul, that might have just stoked the fire a little bit in the Exeter Chiefs, mate. I'm I'm gonna go the I'm gonna go the other way around. But I'll tell you what, the big thing for me, I can't wait till the sixth of February because that's when the return match um will, will basically uh, uh take place at, at home. Park in Exeter and I reckon that's gonna be really interesting as well. Are they gonna ban bees? Yeah. Anybody <laughs> with a stinger is banned from the stadium because stingers are harmful and only hurt people. Absolutely. Agree with yep. you. <laughs> if it's your home ground, you can ban whatever you like to coming into ground. So that bit, fine. Um, the um, well, the, hang on, hang on, hang on. Now, now we're getting. See, this is the problem, right? And this is like, let's not say it's all right because it simply isn't all right. You're you're starting to now go into the, like the whole areas of freedom and speech, which is what freedom of speech and all sorts of things like that. That this is starting to come into, and this is like, why the hell would you make a a, a situation for yourself and, and a an aggressive position like that. And it's just like, it's just ridiculous. And it's just wrong on all sorts of levels. It's like, you know, is this about rugby? Or is this, are we now social warriors? Or is this about rugby competition? Well, the, uh, uh, another part of it also is that, look, the Gallagher Premiership has been making overtures towards the USA, uh, wanted to break into the USA market um, for a number of years now. So I think there is, there is also a monetary side to it as well. Um, and you'll find that uh, that um, pretty much all of the American um, teams have, have now have, have moved away from uh, the, the the kind of imagery, um, and uh, that's uh, look it's it's it, it it is offensive to a to a group of people. Now, if you're trying to sell your product to the USA, where where you're where it's offensive to a group of people, then you're going to want to. Um, so what uh, so look, percentage I mean, so of the market are they ostracizing by keeping the Chiefs having um, American uh, Native American uh, headdress as part of their imagery? What percentage of the market are they alienating there? I I don't know about that, but I do know exactly. That's a minimal, minimal at best. Look, at the end of the day, know. what they should just let this happen is organically let it happen. It will happen. It's all happening, but let it organically happening. Forcing it down people's throat is the wrong way to go because it just gets people's backs up and says, two fingers, I'll do what I want to. And it's like, then you don't get change. If you let it happen organically with a little bit of pressure, but not like this. And it's just like, dude, you're talking to two brown guys here that have been through this crap, okay? And it's like, this is the thing that's dumb. And it's just like, for Christ's sake, what we've seen in the last 20 years is things happening organically and organically in the right direction. By forcing it down people's throats, you're starting to piss people off. The, Paul, I've, well, Paul, I've got to... 
Paul, I've got a question, quick question for you just on Leicester. Obviously leading the table at the moment. You kind of look through their, their roster or their playing, playing 15, even from last week's victory that they had. And up, and up front, they've got Alice Ginge and, and, and I think Dan Coles is the other prop. In the halves, they've got Ben Youngs and uh, one, of the, one of the Ford brothers. And um, I think I think Namani Nandolo also plays on the wing for them. But, you know, you, you look through the rest of their names, they're names that don't really sort of jump out at you. No, they've put it together, haven't they? Um, which is which is which is impressive. Um, Worcester Warriors bottom bottom of the, uh, bottom half of the table one. It's it's a comfortable win this weekend for me for them on um, on on that one. Um, by the way, folks, yeah, clearly Arthur and I are going to disagree on this one. Um, I think Wasps at home should be allowed to do uh, should be allowed to set the rules for their stadium. Um, so on, on that side of things, the um, so that's that, that that's my opinion. Um, the uh, but yeah, moving yeah. So Tigers, yeah, easy win there and going well, tracking well. Uh, Saracens over Bath. Yeah. For the record, I get support in the chat room though. You do get you do get support <laughs> in the chat room. Absolutely, the reviewer and Joshua um, also agree with you. But there you go, your um, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Saracens, I think, also get up over Bath, and I think Gloucester will be Irish, who have been the poor side. Finally, we'll wrap through through the top fourteen. Look, this one's fairly simple, folks. On the whole, go with the. Um... Yeah. No cowbells in any stadium outside of Waikato, thanks. Because <laughs> they're oh, just going to damage. He- Seriously, they'll damage people's hearing. Because you've got a cowbell going right next to your ear. If 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 Dunedin wants to ban cowbells, that's fine. It's not there. Yeah, yet. it's their home. Yeah, we ground. know which so way that'll go. <laughs> Sorry, we know what which way the media will push that one. Um, there are a bunch of animals down there anyway. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's it's a, it's a zoo. Um, <laughs> the um, anyways, <laughs> um, at home, Perpignan at home, easy wins. Um, Powell have actually been struggling with Bordeaux going really well. They've put together four or five on the bouncing. Bordeaux will win that one. Cast, it's a home team. Same with Montpellier and Toulon. Uh, Toulouse pretty much have been trouncing everybody. Um, so uh, bad luck, Leon. So I want for two away wins there. Uh, the rest um, at uh, at home. Um, hey, Leon, Toulouse. <laughs> Leon, Toulouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. Um, you know how you keep saying, you know, that by a comfortable mark, they won that easy. But then your points difference is only three points. I just wonder. <laughs> this is like you said, I missed which ones you said. Oh, that one easy. But it's only three points. It's not easy, is it? Oh, okay. I'm just chicken out. There That's close, man. <laughs> oh, dear me. Put my place again. Jeez. My time to stop the show. <laughs> yeah. you, know, anyway. you, you know, you know, we've been having a good time since he hasn't been on the show. You know what? This, <laughs> you know what the show needs, eh? More cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one somewhere. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, dearest. Man. He's lost his cowbell. Yeah, I know. He's lost too much. Cowbell. He's accumulated too much paraphernalia. <laughs> no. he's got to say, well, that's, 
Now, now, uh oh, someone's hit him over the head. Now he doesn't know the difference between a bucket and a cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, See, there could be I a like dress up. That could that could be a sign. That could be a sign. I like cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to find a cowbell from somewhere. Um, but um, anyway, that brings us to the end of the um, show, folks. Um, great to have Alshin back. Thank you for um for, for for popping in. Yes, Stephen, you're holding up your pen. You're gonna tell me off yeah. again. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. It's been great. <laughs> um so yeah so do check out the um uh yeah his connection keeps dropping out it's been happening for a couple of weeks now we need to sort of get him some proper tech um the um what was i was going to say uh so look out search for news and sport radio on the your old pod catcher um for little so for quick news updates as to the uh, news that's happening obviously tomorrow we'll have another name announced from um one pacifica and I'll uh, walk, um, check in any other um, uh, sort of uh, news into there. Uh, and folks, <laughs> yeah, we'll get some. Uh, we'll get Stephen Harris to do a request now, Honky Tonk Woman, um, to play us out. And uh, everybody, stay safe. Have a great weekend. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.